Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to all my listeners, especially the new listeners, because you guys are extra special. Why? Because you decided to listen to my show, which means I'm either a phenomenal promoter or someone was smart enough to tell you about my show, or even you listen to it one time, like, you know what? I have to come back again. But for right now, for the ones who may be foolish enough not to listen to the whole entire segment, if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM and download a TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Yes, I'm one of the crazy ones that promote myself in the beginning of the show, but why not? Just like music, right? If you're a music artist, you always want that first verse because you never know if they may switch the song and no one gets to hear you. Now that I've taken advantage on my own platform, it's time for me to share with the guest. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll let him introduce himself in detail. But for right now, let me introduce you to D-Stretch. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? Doing just fine. yourself? I am fantastic. I can't believe you're on the show today. Yeah, here. Here in a living color. And living color. Now, now we can take it back a little bit. For the ones who may not know who you are, shame on them. Uh, are you going to tell them D Stretch Hot 1039? You did tell me to say that though earlier. Mm-hmm. D Stretch Hot 1039 Also, I'm on the uh, Big DM as well. Uh, and on the Big DM, I am, I am known as Dalton Payne on the Quiet Storm. So, hello. You definitely have a quiet storm voice for sure. Yes, I have to I have to lower it, you know, and get the mood, but yeah. Mm. Now, this voice is natural, correct? This this is it's all natural. Uh I don't I don't have to fake it. I didn't have to fake it ever since I was in about what midway through high school. So yeah, now nah, this is all natural. Okay, okay. Now, since your voice is natural. Was that like indication that maybe you should get into radio or something else actually inspired you to do that? Uh, actually, I, I really didn't uh, think much of my voice, to be honest with you. Uh, when I was in school, I was just more so uh, doing behind the scenes stuff. And so I actually, my degree is actually in television production, which anybody knows is behind the scenes, not in front of the camera, not on the mic, nothing like that. So uh, later on, I started uh, just doing some uh uh, campus radio at Claflin University and uh, uh, liked it. Other people started complimenting me on my voice and the way I sounded. And so later on, got an internship and there I started in radio. Okay, okay. Now, you got the internship, you started in radio, but why did you want to get into radio? Because I was the closest to television? One one thing, one reason why I wanted to get into radio is because, uh, well, the first initial reason was was because of being able to do behind the scenes stuff in radio as well. A lot of people don't think that there's a lot of behind the scenes things that you can do, but there is. Um, actually, what I started off doing in radio was uh, producing the Doug Banks Morning Show. Um, this was back ooh, about 2000 and about 99, 2000, around that started doing that and uh that's that was basically what i wanted to do started doing some uh as they would say mic work or on the air work doing air checks and things like that mm-hmm. and uh after that it was one of those things that i just kind of fell in love with i have a natural love for music 
So uh, started off doing Saturday nights. Um, uh, we would do it live with a DJ at that time. And so uh, after that, I got into, of course, the slow jams. And at that time, some may remember it. It was called Hot Flash and uh, would do that and fell in love with it. And ever since then, that was it. So you started at nighttime and doing slow jams. Why am I not surprised for the voice like yours? So you said that you have a love for music. I don't like to stereotype. I don't like to prejudge. But what is your favorite genre? Oh, man, my favorite genre. Uh, I'm just going to say uh, I'm an R&B lover of, of R&B, just period. Not any specific time or anything. But I will say that my favorite artist is Anita Baker. Um, you, you know, I, I'll tell you a little bit of my story. I'll give you a little feeling. We, me and Anita used to date back in the day, and uh, every once in a while, she'll land a plane in my backyard. And, mm -hmm. see, that's that's where I'm at with Anita Baker. But I'm <laughs> truly, I'm truly in love with Anita Baker. Uh, love her music, um, amongst other artists, but one of my favorite is Anita. That's interesting because, you know, um, with the coalition that I'm with, the Fleet DJs, I'm actually the manager of the R&B division. Okay. And next week we're doing a sip and sing. We're oh. doing like a round table on um, Zoom, just talking to the different R&B artists to see where they are, where they music, where they're yeah. trying to go and how we can help them and why there's so many people who think R&B is a lost genre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is sort of, sort of, kind of, you know, it's kind of died out mm -hmm. uh, slowly but surely. But I, I think it's it's around that time, especially, as, you know, in the state that we're in right now worldwide. Mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, it's, it's more than a, the perfect time for that genre of music, just R&B overall to come back. Absolutely. So. I'm excited. And um, it's funny because when I did a meeting with my R&B crew, crew uh -huh. it's like, oh, this sounds great. Maybe we should get some artists. And I'm like, yeah, who'd you have in mind? They were like, you know, like Anita Baker. I'm like, oh, oh. because oh. you happen to be in my Rolodex, right? So let me just meet me real quick. <laughs> I, I had a number. I had a rig number in my phone some years ago, but my phone, I dropped it in water. Yeah. And so I, I don't have it either, but I, I'll try to get it. I'll try to get it. For you. Okay, definitely let me know. But I thought it was so really funny how the DJ just thought that we could just randomly call yeah. celebrities. Like, like I get it. A lot of us are connected to certain celebrities, their management team, so we can probably get some. For him to come off the bat, like, yeah, let's just go get Anita. Like, it was like no big deal. I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe we should reach out to her team because she might actually get on the phone call. You never know. You never know. It's and, worth it. Yeah, and sure. if you get on, please call me. Just just call me on the back end. That's all. <laughs> Absolutely, because I love Anita Baker. You know, oh, yeah. I grew up listening to her music. If I do like karaoke, I'll do You Bring Me Joy or something. You know, I love Anita Baker. But yeah, that's why I want to talk about it being like a lost genre. Because a lot of people think that um hip hop yeah. is kind of saturating the scene when it comes to the culture and then there's now more hip-hop artists doing a little more harmonies and using auto-tune so then now the singers are not really singing anymore so now they're dumbing it down to the point there's no authenticity in r&b like it's not there anymore so yeah. what what do you think the issue is or what's going on i don't i don't know if i could say there's a certain issue it's, it's just something that you know it's one of those things where when you're when the industry is so oversaturated with hip-hop artists rap artists mm -hmm. uh, you know i mean it's one of those things it's kind of like conquer you know i can't we you know we conquer this as uh, you know from the side of rap and it's just one of those things where i mean you can go on every street corner and find a rapper somewhere mm -hmm. uh, and really honestly and truly uh you know, more so recently, I haven't really, you know, you hear of R&B artists, mm -hmm. but you don't really hear of them as much as you do. Mm -hmm. the, you know, so, uh, you know, I don't I don't know what to say. 
the issue is or the problem. Only thing I could say is, is that there's so many rappers out there. It's just one of those things that's just taken over to the point when you do have any R&B artist that comes out, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like uh, a lot of people gravitate to that record or to that particular album, uh, basically because, you know, hey, it's not much of it out there. So, you know, it, I, I'll never say that it's completely dead, but it is truly the delight has definitely been dim in the corner of R&B. Absolutely. And now it's time to bring more light to it. I, I think it's kind of crazy because R&B is just phenomenal. You it know? is. It right, is. Like, it's the way they touch your heart. Like it hits differently when someone's singing. Like you can actually feel their pain or you can feel their happiness if you're the one that was cheated on or you're the one that's in love. Exactly. Like that is what I'd be looking for when it comes to the genre. But I don't want to just keep it there, but I wanted to segue there because of what you said. Uh -huh. So when you're on the radio, uh -huh. what is your show actually about? Uh, basically what I do on uh, The Quiet Storm is pillow talk. Um, just uh, a bunch of pillow talk topics. Um, those can be, you know, things like uh, thinking about uh, your first kiss. Uh, your first relationship, uh, the first time you felt like you were in love, uh, all of those topics that, you know, people would lay in the bed with their significant other and talk about, you know, where was your, where would you like your first trip to be? Where would you like to see us uh, go on a trip? You know, those little things that, that gives you those good feelings for being with someone or when you're with someone. Uh, that's really what uh, my show was about at that time. Just pillow talking. It's just pillow talk topics. Okay, so of course, first kiss, first date, first fall in love was all disastrous for me, but it's not about me. So, oh, you know, because <laughs> you know, when you really think about it, people ask these questions, and I ask them the same question depending on what platform I'm on, and I just be like, oh, my God, like this is really bad when they reverse it back on me. Yeah, so, but but like this though, the one thing, and even one of the topics I had the other night, it was uh, think about your first kiss. That's not necessarily based upon, you know, whether the relationship was good or not. It's just the fact of that first kiss. Everyone's had that first kiss. And that first kiss gave you, uh, you know, tingly feelings or butterflies or whatever it may have been. So it may not just be related to the relationship, but, you know, just that first kiss. Everybody's had that first kiss and they remember something about it. So if it happened when you was like in like first grade in a closet with the boy up downstairs, does that count as the first kiss? Hey, technically, hey, 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 that may be for some. I don't know. You know, that first kiss period, no matter when it was, we'll put it like that. Uh, you know, it's it's always uh, you know, one of those things that you can think back on and be like, ah, I remember that. Yep. Or when the midget stole your virginity. Like, it's a lot of crazy stories with a lot of people. Okay, okay. <laughs> what? Virginity. Oh, my God. It's, it's really bad. Um, note to parents, make sure you encourage your kids not to play certain games when they're younger. You know, like Truth or Dare, right? Because you've been seeing some of the movies that when they play Truth or Dare, I dare you to go kiss Jaquan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's to ruin their first experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know they're going to do it. Exactly. And it's one, of those, it's, it's one of those things where people used to tell you, I, I triple down dare you to do it. And you're like, what? Oh, I got to go do it now. So, yeah. And I'm just like, it's, it's really sad that that happens. But we um, fall so much for peer pressure. Yeah, yeah. You know, that those happy, innocent moments get taken away so quickly to the point you don't even have a nice story to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It definitely happens. And uh, I would say one thing you got to do is when those things happen is, hey, you live and you learn from it all. Mm. That's what I will say. You definitely live and learn from some of the worst experiences to the greatest experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. So my question for you is when you do these pillow talks on your radio show, are you just on a show by yourself just talking or just listening? Yes, yes, pretty much it's just myself talking, uh, you know, and I come up with the different topics and, uh, you know, just take it from there. And while I'm there, I'm talking and I'm, you know, telling them about, you know, think about your first kiss and think about how you felt. How did his lips feel? How did her, her lips feel? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just just taking people back, and you know, into that time or in that moment, and, and playing those quiet, the quiet storm songs, as as I always say, it's slow jams back to back, and mm-hmm. just reminiscing, sitting back after a hard day's work, get a chance to come home, sip a drink, lay in the chair, lay in the recliner, whatever it is that you do at in the evening, and uh, enjoy yourself and enjoy some good music. Okay. In these moments of you asking these questions, do you ever reminisce to your personal experience of the questions that you're asking them to reminisce about? Of course, definitely. Because uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, when you're on the air, you have to understand there's a, thousands and thousands of people out there listening to you at one time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you have to take yourself back to that moment, you know, uh, and help. Basically, what you're doing is, is helping someone else remember that moment. Do you remember the day? Do you remember the time? What was the weather like? Uh, what did you have on? What did you feel? Was he tall? Was he short? You know, all of those things that you bring, you know, they'll start to think. And when you start asking them those questions, it brings back to their memory what they actually did at that time. And even for that matter, <clears throat> as we said earlier, excuse me, uh, you know, even songs bring back certain times uh, mm-hmm. to people because at a certain time you could hear a certain song you know, and be like, oh, I remember exactly where I was when I heard that song. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with playing those songs and then having the pillow talk in between uh, those songs, it, it brings back memories to people. So most definitely got to I step back and I think about it myself and I think about some of the things in my head and I remember it. And I just ask them the same questions. Mm-hmm. OK. Yep. Okay. So, mister, you know, I'll be following you on social media, right? Yes, yes, yes. I know. As well as a lot of people, I think. Oh my gosh! I swear, I, I swear it. It's a joy, honestly, <laughs> to be able to use my platform to ask some of the questions that I ask. I mean, you know, people ask me all the time. Well, how did you come up with it? Uh, how did you get the topic? I mean, a lot of people don't understand how many uh, followers will send me inboxes. And say, hey, I want to ask this question, but if I ask it on my page, everybody's gonna know mm-hmm. what you know what I'm getting at. And so I'll just say, hey, okay, what's the story? Bam, they'll lay it out, and I just come up with a question. A lot of times, I wind up finding memes that have uh, the same question that they're asking. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, even with that being the case, I've had people inbox me and say, hey, man, thanks for posting that question today. You don't realize, man, I was going through that and just reading the responses helped me out as well as some of the funny and crazy ones. But I love doing it. I really do. Yeah. No, I can tell because when I go, I'm just like, wow, that's where I'm trying to be with it. You know, the only difference is the majority of my followers on social media are DJs. Yeah. Yeah. it's, it's one of those things, man, where you just, where I, when I came up with it, and mm-hmm. now, we'll say it was about, it's now about seven, I want to say it's about seven years now that I've been doing those questions. And the one thing that I came up with when I first initially started doing it was, um, you know, it was social media. Everybody always has something to say. Mm-hmm. But one thing with everybody having something to say everybody has to understand this one thing and that one thing is is the fact that everybody has their own opinion about things Mm -hmm. just because you handle this situation this way doesn't make you wrong so one of the disclaimers i kind of i guess i can call it a disclaimer but one of the things that i'll constantly well every once in a while put up on my page um is hey look these questions that i put up are for everyone to understand and see that not everybody thinks alike. And it doesn't make you wrong or it doesn't make you right. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's your opinion about it. And so when I started it off years ago, that was what I started it off with the intentions of, you know, using that platform for. Mm-hmm. And the response over the years, even more so recently now, uh, within the last, I would say probably the last about, man, about four or five years, it's really picked up to the point where I'm having to go through my friend list and just try to find some people who maybe their pages are gone or they're not even on Facebook anymore. 
and I'm going back and having to look and see, okay, what was this person's last post in January of 2018? Okay, I can delete them all because I got somebody else in my inbox. Hey, man, I'm trying to get on your page, but I can't get on. So uh, it, it's fun. I I, I, lie not. I I laugh sometimes so hard when I'm home and I just sit back and read the responses. I'm like, Lord, can y'all watch our language? But you know y'all are a trip. But it, it's fun. Man. I swear it is so much fun. I can only imagine um, how many notifications you get because you have like comments after comments. And then you don't just post like once a day. You know, you no. multiple times a day, and I'm just like, I can only imagine what the notifications. Really, what I try to do, I I mainly, I mainly come up with three questions that morning that I'm just gonna go ahead and ask, and I'll just post them as early as I can in the morning. And I mean, sometimes I try to lay back down and go to sleep, and it's like ding, 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 ding. I'm like, oh lord. Never mind. I, and I just get up or I'll just have to put the phone on silent. But I mean, the responses that you get on some of the questions, of course, you know, those more serious questions, you get very, very few people uh, to respond to. Them. But those questions about, you know, your favorite this or your dislikes about that or, you know, little scenario questions. Oh, man. Sometimes some of my some of the followers, I just I can't do nothing but laugh at them because it's so funny. No, I can only imagine. And like I was telling you before, a few of my other platforms, we talk about that stuff, you know, because I like to hear different people's stories and scenarios and their perspective. Because you can ask a simple question, but everyone is not going to reply the same way. And exactly. that's why I tell people, like, you're falling for the trap. Because what I'm trying to explain to you is, yes, we're all humans. Well, I don't think I'm human, but the rest of you guys are all human. Uh -huh. Human tendencies. But... Yeah. Stop looking at someone as if they're crazy because they don't agree with you because they don't um, look at things the way you look at it. View it the way you, we're all individuals. You know, you and I can be in the same car accident, but it's going to affect us differently because we're individuals. Exactly. You know, exactly. but you do that that little dumb questions. Well, let me not say dumb. Because some people actually actually enjoy them. Pepsi yeah. Cola. I'm like, why yeah. does it matter? But. Yeah. <laughs> they look at like, like I mean, just in it. Those are the things that sometimes, you know, just little simple things that we sometimes think about every day. Okay, what's your favorite soda? What's your favorite ice cream? You know, people don't think about it, but when I post those questions, you know, or I'll post a question like, uh, "Who has the best fries? McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's?" You know, get all these you know, 50, 60, 80 replies and you're like, boy, people are serious about their french fries, aren't they? But it's it's funny, especially when it comes down to the souls. Pepsi and Coke, oh man, don't don't get some people started. They are serious about their Coke. They're serious about their Pepsi. So, yeah, those those little crazy, and sometimes I call them little crazy topics. Those, I, I'm surprised at a lot of the times of people that respond, but of course I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. That's why I said. Let me bring it back a little bit because it's a big deal. To oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you may think it's simple. I saw someone have like over 100 comments talking about French toast and pancakes. Which one? I'm just like, oh my yeah. life. Yeah. 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 But lobster over. Uh, I think I had one. It was lobster over steak or crab legs over steak. And I mean, hey, people gonna let you know what they like or what they don't like. Uh huh. The part that is weird to me is they like, what? Like they look at you like you're an alien if yeah. you agree with them. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 where it comes in with the difference of opinions. Uh-huh. But hey, it, it's it never ceases to amaze me. I'll say it like that. Never does. No, it doesn't. But I'm like, why do we always try to encourage people to be different and unique? And be an individual, but then the moment they do, it's frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, I've had I've had a couple of questions too as well, where, um, you know, I've had to get on the questions and say things like, "Hey, y'all, don't don't you know, all the bashing and you know all of that type of stuff. Just mm -hmm. nah, that's not what I'm posting for. Once again, and that's around those times when I will go ahead and say, okay, I need to go ahead and, and make a post and uh. Let everybody know, hey, these questions are for you to see that not everybody thinks alike. That does not make you right, and it don't make you wrong. 
but this is their opinion. So, but uh, yeah, you do have those uh, questions. Some of them, uh, even when it comes to the relationship questions, you know, the different scenarios, you'll be surprised at the responses uh, that you'll get. And, and, you know, a lot of times we never know why people are answering the questions the way they're answering them. Mm -hmm. And look back, you end up finding out that, hey, they probably went through something like that. So yeah. that's why they feel so strongly to it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'll get those people who will respond and, you know, they got their little smart comments. And then it's like a it's like a, a, a Facebook, a Facebook war going on. They going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. But, you know, a lot of it causes for good conversation. And at the end, I've had people, you know, say to me, hey, I'm glad you brought that topic up because it opened my eyes about something that I didn't think about. So that's one reason why I definitely I don't shy away from uh, a lot of those uh, trivial, hard questions that I ask. Mm hmm. OK. 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 Yeah. I got to get you on some of my thing because I can't find even on one of my shows. I have went to your page and snagged a question or two because like I told you, what you write is exactly what we be talking about. And I, and I don't mind it. I've had I've had plenty of people. Uh, I had a friend of mine who was uh, in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and uh, he used a couple of my questions. Mm -hmm. um, and like I tell people all the time, man, I'm pulling the questions myself off of Facebook. Don't nobody own nothing these days on Facebook. Mm -hmm. it? Everybody owns it, so uh, <laughs> it, uh, you can't get away from that. So I encourage people, man, ask them. Mm -hmm. I've had people use the questions. Uh, uh, somebody I knew used them as uh, as uh, like a party starter mm -hmm. and they had to pull a question and it was all like the funny questions like uh, what was the where was the craziest place you had sex or uh, do you remember the first person you kissed or just what would you do in this scenario and they use it as like a you know as a party starter type of game and mm -hmm. they so hey if they if they like it I love it as they say Exactly. It definitely breaks the ice because I've used it like a, <laughs> a trivia game and stuff, you know, and if people enjoy that thing, them things. But my question for you, okay, being the person that's putting it out there, uh -huh. are you just as comfortable in answering these questions? There are some of those questions I answer, but if you notice on my page, some of the things I just stay away and I try to I just try to play the guy on the fence with them. I just I just sit on the fence mm -hmm. and I don't really get too involved in it. But there are there have been some questions that I've personally got into and uh mm -hmm. you know got there and I said, Oh no, nah, I gotta go ahead and uh say something or ask something or whatever. I add something to it. And even with a lot of the replies that I get on the page, I'll turn around and I'll say, hey, okay, so explain me why you feel this way. And mm -hmm. then I'll put my own side of it. So, yeah, a couple of the questions I'll get into and, and answer. But, uh, you know, there's some I, I, I shy away from. You no, know, y'all go ahead. Y'all can have at it. And I'll just, I'll just sit back here and watch. That's it. Okay. So, you don't have to answer because I know you're not. But... So what are certain topics or questions that you would shy away from? Um, personally, just personally for myself. Yeah. Um, anything involving like my personal. Uh, I'm, I'm a strong believer. Now I, I know, you know, it's going to be a lot of people out there say, well, shoot, it's you just put it out there. But I like to keep certain things private to myself. Uh, so, you know, certain questions I'll shy away from. I'm not going to answer. Mm. Uh, but those those questions where it's something that I feel strongly about, yeah, I'll jump right in and I'll say whatever I need to say, or I'll give my little replies, or a lot of times I'll just go through and like the replies of those making the comments that I would also make as well. Uh, but I would definitely say, uh, just from a posting standpoint and not from an answering myself standpoint, I've kind of shot away from a lot of uh, sexual uh, uh, questions. Um, you know, the different high, what position do you like and all of that stuff. I kind of stopped with that because I was like, okay, uh, many might, some may know the notice about me, but, uh, just a little bit about my, my, my personal life. My, my father is a minister, so I can't be out there asking what your favorite position is. And my dad got some of his minister friends on my page. So that's a little, mm -hmm. 
y'all out there who is like, why he won't post that question I sent to him? I can't <laughs> because you know I just I'm just like, hey, I, I I straddle the fence a little bit with some of my questions, but I know how to keep it, you know, right there on the fence and not too far over. So mm -hmm. that's how I do it. But as far as me answering, a lot of them I've had people ask me. And if someone asks, asks me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm like, yeah, I'll tell you, okay, this is my answer. And they'll be surprised. But, hey, you ask me a question, don't be surprised at the answer you get. That's all I say. Okay, okay. Because, like, yours is they're just typing responses. With me, it's just, like, Zoom, stream on verbal. They're watching me. They're talking with me. When some people have called me out being the host, like, okay, you asked all this question. How come you're not answering? I say, because no one asked me a question. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you guys ask me a question, I would answer the question. But time, I'm not going to just blurt it out. Exactly. You know, and um, it's interesting that you're saying that with your father being a minister, because so is mine. Right. Ooh. And, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, your daughter so is funny. Like she did be on that thing and she did be talking about all type of thing. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. But at the same time, I have to be me. You know, exactly. no yeah. entertainer. But at the same time, what I don't do is take it too far. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Even they wasn't on the page, even if my father wasn't a minister, I still yeah. want to be respected for what I do. You know, once in a while, I, I didn't think I'm a grown, I'm an adult. Exactly. I can say what I want, but yeah. certain things, certain posts, certain memes, I'll have to be like, wait. Yeah. What's going to happen yeah. when I post this? Exactly. My, and of course, you got the people in the air. Oh, you grown? That's your baby. Yeah, you don't post it, don't you, girl? Don't no. worry. <laughs> like, no. Who you love? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, because sometimes you can already predict the responses you're going to get, the yeah. DMs you're going to get. So I rather avoid that. So I'm very hesitant, depending on what it is. But at the same time, I'm very, I'm an open book. Exactly. Yeah. You want a certain answer, you have to actually ask a specific question. See, see, see you want to know, Steve. You got to ask me specifically. You didn't say, did I like this specifically? I understand. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, you know, we have to be entertainers. We got to be there for the people. And I engage with them. And they're like, I like it when you show your little human tendencies. I'm like, yeah. But comes to your personal life yes your personal life should be personal that's what they call it personal right exactly exactly and nowadays you got so much of uh people putting in that just personal information out there when i say personal i'm talking about your love life your, your family life your, your your past life you know it's like i i don't want to know everything about you you mm -hmm. know and I don't want everybody to know everything about me. I guess, you know, now, I ain't going to say my age, but at my age now, I guess I realize now, you know, I don't want everybody knowing my business. I don't want you know, put my everything that's personal out there. I want to have something to myself. Like you said, that's why they call it personal. Mm -hmm. So I that to myself. Uh, and when I do find myself answering some questions, I, you know, I'll, I'll know depending upon my audience, I know what I need to say and how I need to say it. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, like you said, I'm keeping professional. Yeah. But even um, in those moments of not really giving too much of your personal life, certain shows that I do, they transition into more of therapy sessions. Uh -huh. So people are okay with opening up. You know, uh -huh. like people who are married or been married. I'm like, well, you know, when it comes to me and my wife, we was going strong in the beginning, but then, you know, fidelity happened and, and they're just talking about it, not to tell okay. their business, but yeah. to let you know things do happen. And that separates the immature mindset. Exactly. The mindset. Like, I'm only telling you this because it's real. It exactly. happens. Through it. Everyone's yeah. strong enough. And that's what I like about certain dynamics, depending on how the people are. Mm -hmm. You just got to be very mindful and very careful who you're yeah. to. like with those types of shows. I don't have live for people. Mm -hmm. to watch. Just whoever's on it is yeah. you know, what I hear yeah. it. And then yeah. 
ones, you know, they just rock out. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I definitely understand that. I mean, you know, that even goes, you know, with my with the questions that I'm asking. You know, one of the main reasons why I don't ask the, you know, questions, um, you know, what's your favorite position? And, you know, a lot of sexually based questions is because, I mean, let's be real. You know, there's there's some people out here that are crazy. There's some people out here that are stalking your Facebook page. There's some people out here stalking your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever. Oh, well, they let me know. I know who my stalkers are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's weird to me. You know, I, I, you know, I'm on Facebook. Of course, I'm going to expect people to remember my face. But I've had, uh, you know, female friends of mine who have told me before, like, you know, hey, I'm trying to figure out why this dude uh, that I gave my number two years ago He's still, you know, coming around. And one particular friend of mine, uh, she owned the store, and she kept trying to figure out why every time uh, this dude would, you know, specifically pop up at her store. And just the simple things that we sometimes forget about, uh, she forgot. Okay, I'm posting that I'm here at the store and it's open. You know, and he would always come, not right when the store opened, but a little while after. And so, you know, things like that you don't think about. You don't think about that crazy person that's out there that might be on these stretches page that I don't even know about that's mm-hmm. half crazy. And they're out there looking at the page and like, oh, she like that position? Oh, I like her. I'm going to, you know, be in her inbox. Because I know I've, yeah. I've heard a few people tell me after they answer certain questions on my page, their inbox blows up. And they like, thanks, D. I really appreciate the extra mail. I'm like, Males and females have said that to me. Married, not married, have all said that to me before. You know, thanks for that. I ain't expect to get that. But a lot of times when you put it out there, it's out there for the world to see. So when people read it, you know, hey, that's the, one of the things you got to deal with. You're right. The, the the crazy part about that is people be so shocked. I'm like, no, why are you shocked? You know what's going no, to happen. No reason to be shocked at all. No reason. <laughs> None whatsoever. And that's the reason why I hesitate posting certain things because I know what my DM is going to look like. I know what my text message looks like. I know who's going to call me. So why do you put myself through that shenanigan? It's no reason to at all because like you said, you already know what what's about to come about. Mm-hmm. And no reason to put yourself through the shenanigans mm-hmm. and the bullcrap. Period. No reason to at all. Absolutely. But I have to be honest with questions like that with the position and stuff. I would ask that in a non-live situation to mm-hmm. break the ice. Why? Because whether we like it or not, sex is a very entertaining, fun, yet uncomfortable topic, but most popular, especially for older. Well, nowadays, any age, because some kids are always busting it open. Don't want to think about it. But <laughs> <laughs> No, it's crazy because um, you're not kidding. That's true. That's true. That is very true. I don't know what it is. I feel so old every time I hear like a teenager talking about stuff like that, and I'm like old, but I'm like, no, stop, no, I don't want to hear, no, no, no. no. So then I got a question for you. Then let me ask you one. We gonna we gonna kind of reverse it. So okay, so tell me this honestly, as a woman, as a woman, your age. You don't have to say the age. I know you're not. But as as a woman at your age, how many younger men, younger, and I'll say, like, let's say 25, 25 and below, mm-hmm. have been in your inbox because they just are infatuated with you? Well, to be honest, not that many. Okay. Okay. Now... Uh-huh. Hold it right there. Hold it. Now, how many men, period, any age, do you have in your inbox that are interested? Um, a good twenty to thirty a day. About twenty or thirty a day. Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. Boy, times have changed. What because honestly. I get this question so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with these stretch, I know your inbox is blowing up. Mm-hmm. I know your inbox is on fire. Mm-hmm. No, like at all. 
I have been told that I am the I am an unapproachable person. Yeah. I have been told that. Now, the reason why I say that I can sort of agree with it is because I'm just kind of that guy just off in the corner, just chilling. Hey, you walk up to me, speak, hey, what's going on? How you doing? But people who know me, they'll say, they must not know you because you, you're nothing but a clown. And that's truly me. I'm a clown. Laugh, joke, have a good time. You come around me and you talk, I guarantee you're not going to stay over there for just one minute and walk away. I, I have the gift of gab. I, I'll, I'll talk to a stranger in a room full, full of people I know and talk to the one person who hardly anybody knows in the room. So it's just weird. But my inbox is not like that. And, and the crazy thing is, Many people and many women, of course, have thought that my inbox has been on fire. Mm -hmm. I can show you more spam and more chain messages in my inbox. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't do it. So so we got 20 to 30. So I would really like to do, and, and, and one of my questions coming up very soon, I hope to see you on it. This is a teaser for very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. But I post a question that uh, is basically uh, pertaining to inboxes that people receive. I'll just put it like that. But it, it's an interesting question. And I just want to put it out because I know it is going to be some crazy responses. But it's going to be it's going to be funny for me to see and actually just read it to see what people are saying. OK, so you want my suggestion to why yours is the way it is? Okay, go right ahead. Tell me, please. Fill me in. <laughs> Gladly. Well, you have to realize who you are to your followers, right? Uh -huh. You're like an elite man. You're de-stretch. You yeah. video, you are popular. So you're on a certain level that most people feel like they can't touch you. They can't reach you. Yeah. They don't bother. Yeah. Like they're like, you know, he's probably a busy man. Yeah, he posts his stuff, but he's doing this for his job. So I don't want to bother him. I don't want to disturb him. And I definitely don't want to be rejected. And knowing the type of man that he is, I can only imagine, you know what? I probably get lost in the shuffle. So I'm yeah. not going to bother. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I can I can believe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. I can definitely go along with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'll put it like this. I'm definitely not dumbfounded to that. But mm -hmm. I would definitely say, uh, if y'all out there and you're, and you're watching now, I'm a very approachable guy. I have been, I just put, I, I, I work uh, here in South Carolina with the Department of Social Services. Okay, so I'm a people person. I love kids. Uh, I've done it for a long time. I say it like that. I was about to say, but I've done it for a long time. But at the end of the day, I'm, a, I'm an approachable guy. Hey, talk to me. Laugh, joke, you know, talk to me. I, I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not that. I'm not a mean guy. You can talk to me. Uh, but I do understand, you know, for a lot of people, um, I've had people actually hit me up in my inbox and say, you know, hey, you know, like I said earlier, thanks for posting that. You know, uh, I, I was going through that situation today with my wife or with my girlfriend or with my child or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, I, I do. I do realize that that a lot of times people look at me, and I, I tell you what, you you'd be surprised, and I'm sure this is for yourself as well. How many times you have people that will come to your inbox and just ask you those crazy off the wall questions, and they seriously mean it from the bottom of their heart, like absolutely the questions. Like for instance, I had a young lady one time that asked me a few years ago. She said, uh, "D stretch." This is and she basically like gave me this like almost like a paragraph disclaimer before she actually put the question. But her question simply was, I'm going to get to the question first. The question was simply, do you think I'm a, a cute girl? And so I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, shit, damn, she fine. You know, but yeah, time, her disclaimer was, you know, I've been told so many times that I'm ugly, whatever, whatever. And so truly, she looked like she had to be around that time. She looked like she had to be in her late twenties, maybe early thirties. Mm -hmm. And who would think, you know, I mean, you know, people go through struggles every day. You know that that's not something that is totally oblivious. People aren't oblivious to that. Yeah. But 
one thing is you never know the person you're standing beside in line could be feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. They going through hell and high water back at home mm-hmm. and you'll never know. So when she asked me that, I was like, well, you're a very beautiful woman. And she just simply thank you. And that was the last, I mean, you would have, you know, sometimes in my mindset, I'm like, okay, this is a setup. But later on, it was like, no, truly, thank you. I really appreciate that. That was it. So, you know, a lot of times, as you said, a lot of people look at you as someone who they can confide in mm-hmm. or just someone who they can come to and ask that serious question because they really can't ask their friends. They can't ask their family. They can't ask their significant other. Um, and they just they, they have that feeling like they're so welcoming when it comes to giving advice. Mm-hmm. That's them. So and I, and I'm sure, like I said earlier, that you've experienced that. I can show me what I said. I'm sure that you have experienced that as well. Of course. It's to the point now they look at me as T quest, the therapist. Exactly. So it's so many people that come to me with their situations, especially the ones who are depressed with anxiety, panic attacks, broken hearts, suicide, suicide watch. Like I get all that stuff. And I tell people like, I laugh and I joke and I smile because I'm an entertainer. I want to make you happy. But I do very seriously, you know, Uh People are really looking at me. Exactly. And I'm the type of person I tell what it's sad that the majority of people that you're closest to with your family and friends are the ones you have to walk on eggshells around because you don't feel comfortable talking to them. Uh Yeah. To a stranger. And the only thing that backfires is because I'm too many people go to that they just drain the life. But at the same time, I knew this is what I wanted to be. I said, Uh I want to be an entertainer and when I'm famous people automatically going to look up to me that they're exactly. going to be coming to me about their problems and I can still help save the world Yeah, you know but like I said someone like you they put you on a high pedestal so okay. kind of intimidating Yeah, and then they were like well at the end of the day he see me commenting on his post he can see my picture so yeah. if he's a real alpha man he'll step to me Right. Well, you know what? That's so funny because, uh, you know, I had somebody who uh, told me, and this this shows you that I'm I'm like, okay, I might be getting a little old. Maybe maybe the gray hairs are being disrespectful for a reason. Uh-huh. But I had someone tell me just the certain things that people put under your pictures mean certain things, and I was like, what? Man, come on, man, stop playing. They just put a heart on it. Ah, that means they want you. What? Man, stop playing. Come on, man. What you what you mean? So I had to start getting kind of, I guess you say, adapted to that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now it's like, wow, okay, now I got what y'all saying now. But it's just weird now how people uh, you know, just simply putting a thumbs up and you know, all of that stuff. It just means something now. And I'm like, wow, okay, I got you, I got you. So that's something that I picked up uh, uh, recently. It was something that I was I was asking somebody. And they told me what it actually meant. So I was like, "All right, gotcha. Thank you for telling me. I didn't know that." <laughs> um, some of them do mean that, like when people is joking about the whole Facebook poke, right? Like, what is this poke? Thing? What yeah, is yeah. like? Is this a quick yeah. way for you to think about them? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was one thing that that was one thing that got me because uh, I started seeing the little bee. That said, if you don't stop poking me, why are you poking me and all this different stuff? And I was like, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, at the same time, a lot of women have old-fashioned values that the man should approach them, right? Yeah. Times have changed. Yeah, times definitely have changed. No, so it's not that you're not approachable. It's just it takes a real alpha woman yeah. to you and be like, hey, D. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say this I I had I had somebody who did that to me and wow it was it was a it was a different feeling I, I wasn't used to having a woman approach me like that and mm-hmm. I was like wow oh, hold on man hold on kind of like that kind of like grab you by your arms and jerk you like hey I'm over here boy what you doing over there you know like wait hold on and you know, it, it, but it was a good feeling, and that's that goes along with you, what you said earlier. Like times are changing. Like now, uh, a friend of mine, we were talking about this yesterday, as a matter of fact, 
that now it is a it's an era where women are you know that aggressive woman that men were looking for years ago that not overly aggressive now but aggressive woman that men were looking for uh you know you have that now in, in a lot more women they're more you know the ones that's on the on the forefront and they're approaching me mm -hmm. uh they have a problem with approaching me some of them you know still have that uh uh old back in the day mentality where it's like okay well i'm gonna let a man approach me like you said mm -hmm. but you do have a lot of them now that are approaching men and it's you know I'll be honest, boy. It's it's a different ball game out here now. It's a different ball game. Uh, the whole dating scene is it's not the same. This joker here will hit you like a freight train and keep on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, and it's, it's funny like a freight train right over you. Mm -hmm. It will, and it it, it's so surprising to me now. I mean, just. When I when I got up when I got a divorce and uh what was that 2016 I came out I came out the I came out the gate and when I say the gate I came out the courtroom doors like okay here we go round two and I was like no, I don't want to be out here man no like, you know like I said it'll it'll hit you like a freight train and keep rolling but Oh, that's that's one of the, the you know as they say with time there comes change and that is one of those things that I could definitely say has changed. Mm -hmm. It's um, interesting talking to people about their different perspectives and stuff. And I tell people, yes, it's okay to have old-fashioned values. Yeah, you definitely still have to keep up with the times. So I feel like you should find the balance between. Yeah. Like, yes, yes, a man should approach a woman, especially an alpha male. He goes after his prey. He knows what he wants. He's going to get her. But women are so independent. A lot of you guys seem like not approachable. And that's what I meant by overly aggressive. That's what I meant by that when I said that earlier. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. Mm -hmm. So you have to show them, like, yes, I am a woman who has her own. I can handle my own. I'm very secure within myself. Yeah. But at the same time, I am a lady. I exactly. Need exactly. To know what I want, and it's okay for you approaching me. So let me soften up to let you know that you exactly. should proceed. But they was yeah. like, "No, I need a man who knows. Regardless, I'm what you want. You." And I said, and "That's your problem now, and that's why you yeah. going to be single or you be miserable." Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, as men, you want to uh you it, it's so sad nowadays you got to watch what you say because i you would you i would normally say that a woman a man wants to be able to conquer that woman that's his woman that's his his lover his friend this is mine yeah. you know that kind of like i'm sticking my i'm sticking my uh my foot in the mud this is my woman you know and now you tell a woman that you like, she like, I don't know what you're talking about. You ain't running nothing over here. This this is me, baby. You like, baby, mean it like that. I mean, like, you know, so now that things have changed, you know, like men want that. They still want that. But when I said overly aggressive, now you got the women. Now it's really, it's a, it's a lot more common than it has been before where it's like, I'm a woman. Either you gonna come in here walking right, or you ain't coming at all. And it's like, never mind. I'm, I'm, I, I holla at you. You know, I, I, man, let me go over here and talk to her. I'll talk to you later. But mm -hmm. you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, you gotta, like you said, you gotta have that softer, that softer side too. You know, you might be stern and strong in your will and what you want, but at the same time, you still gotta have that soft side for a man because. I've always said this and I will continue to say this as I put it like this. A little girl's first boyfriend is her father. A boy's first girlfriend is his mother. Not in the sense of boyfriend, girlfriend, as some as some crazy people might be out there thinking. I don't mean it like that. What I mean is, 
You know, I got to get that disclaimer. But what I mean is, is that a girl, a little girl's is always called daddy's little girl. Mm-hmm. A boy is always called, oh, that's he's a mama's boy. That's mama's baby, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, that's one of the things that as women and as men, we got to understand from, from both perspectives. As a man, you got to understand that girl is looking at you as, you know, later on, she's going to probably call you daddy anyway. But, you know, as that male, that strong figure in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when she thinks about that, she's going to think about that man. It might not be her dad. It could be her uncle. It could be anybody that was a male figure that played a strong role in her life. And likewise for a man, uh, you know, I mean, for a woman, she has to understand from that man's perspective, he's looking for that woman who basically sort of kind of represents his mom or if it was his grandmother that raised him or his aunt, whoever it was that raised him, who was that woman in his life, you know, or a woman that just played a a certain role in his life. He's going to look to that woman that he's looking to be in his life as that woman who he can come home and cry on her shoulder because that he did that with his mom. He did that with his aunt. He did that with his grandmother. Uh, and likewise for a woman, she wants to come home. Daddy, I had a bad day. Baby, I had a bad day. It's the same thing. So I always say that to people all the time. You know, you gotta, you gotta sometimes soften yourself up and realize and I've had to go through that. I've had to learn that lesson myself uh, because I developed a, a, a wall or, or a certain, thought process where I was like, all right, whatever, man. I ain't with all that crying stuff now. Come on now. Get it together. Come on. Tighten up. Pull your pants up. You know, <laughs> get to that point. Like, all right, girl, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta slow up a little bit, you know, and, and get it right. You know, don't, you can't be that hard about it. You gotta show that softer side. And, you know, hey, you know, back in the day, they used to say men have to show their feminine side. Nowadays, you say that you can't. You, you get people looking at you like, "What you say?" But now, nah, you uh, as men, you have to saw, show your softer side. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah, definitely. You have to make sure you're with a mature woman that's looking at it as you just being human and not being weak. Exactly. Exactly. Hurt too. Men be in pain. Sometimes they just want to let it go too. But it just the whole thing with society. Yeah. Exactly. How you should be, and I'm like, you can't just adjust to only certain society rules and guidelines. Remix other ones to benefit you, and then look at someone else like they're crazy. But you know, yeah. that's a whole another topic, another day. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to have that. I would love to have that conversation with you because that's that you ain't kidding. That's a whole another topic and subject. That as I'll say, I'll put it like this: that's a whole another show. On Mar on Mar <laughs> That's one of them. Woo! It's like everybody in the back crying and all of that. That's one of those type shows. Absolutely. And I would love to um go through that. So of course off the air we'll talk about that because that's something we can do on a different show. And maybe yeah. one of the private shows where it's not open where people can be vulnerable to yeah. discuss certain things but we're down to the last two minutes of the show and i just want to thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to me not a problem not a problem problem. thank you so very much for asking me to come on your show everybody out there make sure y'all listen to the t-quest show all the time every day all day you already know on that t-quest mobile app in your google play store in your app store which you can download (laughs) for free holding five star strong since i started two and a half years ago no but um I just want to say that you were absolutely right that you are approachable because when people, when I was in South Carolina, I said, connect me to the people. That's a big deal. The people I need to know. And your name was on the list. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Thank you. Whoever that was, thank you. <laughs> you in our conversation was yeah. just like this, laughing and joking. I'm like, yo, he's super dope. Unfortunately, yeah. I left before we got a chance to really connect. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I do. I do. So, that mean when I do come through, you know. Yeah. I'll I'll treat and take you. you out and have some fun. You Thank know. You. <laughs> Thank you. So, I'm, I'm going to do like the females do today. I got to make sure I'm out that dance. I'll give you some free food, <laughs> some free drinks. <laughs> 
You can pay from number one to ten on the menu. Now I'm joking. But, uh, <laughs> anything, of anything below eight ninety nine. That's it. Oh my gosh, you get it. No, but I understand. Appreciate you. And we're gonna connect and I'm trying to make things right. But for the last 30 seconds, tell the people again who you are and where they can find you if you want them to follow you on social media. Uh, D stretch at D stretch 103 at D stretch S T R E T C H 103. And then on Facebook, it's D stretch South S O U T H D stretch South on Facebook. So uh, check me out there. And then once again, you can check me out each and every Sunday to Thursday from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. on the Big DM's Quiet Storm. So make sure you check me out, 1013, the Big DM. You're such a professional. And once again, I appreciate you. And you guys know what it is. Chigoro T Quest, you are tuned into the T Quest show, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Follow me on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM. Download the T Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, gotalonelyworld.com. And if you need any of my services, all you gotta do is email me at tquestglm at gmail.com. Once again, Chigoro T Quest, I love each and every all of you guys. And I am out.